Listener Production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One. Ciao, ciao, ciao. Oh. Italian. I know, man. One eighth. Yeah, I know. But you, you don't pretend- have to yell Italian after you've said my home tongue. Yeah, but you <laughs> I pretend. Get it. I don't you go. Pretend- Good morning, everyone. English. Give us horse in Italian. Halce. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know Italian. I so speak I'm allowed, ancient Italian. I'm, I'm allowed to say Italian after it. I think we know what chow means. I know. But uh, just but don't, good don't luck you, you to everyone in... heading to the spring racing carnival to see the pronto halches, <laughs> the fast horses. Uh, anyway, we are not doing a handbrake as we discuss what uh, country it's from, but I realised that we I hadn't uh, represented your family ties yes. yet, Ham. Grazie. And uh, yeah, to you I suppose Prago. I um I, I like, suspect like that. Put some accent on it. I su- 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 suspect the police over there. Do that when they go up to people instead of hello, hello, hello. They would. Ciao, ciao, ciao. Hey, we have another matter to jump to they straight also, away. When they find a crime, yell mamma mia. There's a whole lot of Italian, <laughs> whole lot of Italian police phrases that I can teach you. Hey, we've got something else to jump to straight away. Oh, we do, Ando. Last Look, week you put... I, we wouldn't be the only people mm. to have walked away from last podcast's episode mm. and thought to themselves, all right, well, we're in the middle of the chicken wars, the great chicken wars of 2018. Yep. Skirmishes have been fought between a whole lot of chickens and a whole lot more chickens, both of your respective chicken franchises. Yep. And whilst we had a, an amazing experiment to decide who would be the ultimate victor of the wars, it didn't feel like we'd actually reach an armistice stage. I agree. Because, uh, as people are well-versed, if you're listening to this in order, and we highly recommend you do because there's a lot of assumed knowledge that gets gathered up. As we all know, you only had 20 hats for sale. I had 20 hats of, they my, sold out. of my fake chicken store. They sold out so quickly that could we really get a proper read on that? So In the merchandise challenge. So the merchandise battle didn't really end the war, the great merchandise battle, the way we wanted it to. And people will be familiar that last episode we put to Jack, I put to both of you, what if we did this for real? We have for the last show of the year... Mm-hmm. We run your chicken shops for real. We can invite some real people to come along, taste the chicken, mm. enjoy the customer service, mm. enjoy the whole customer experience. And enjoy, rate, yeah, uh, rate. Uh, the give two it, chicken shops. Give some feedback. A whole lot of chickens and a whole lot more chickens. And maybe Jack- based on customer experience, that really is at the end of the day for any fast service restaurant, mm. that's what they're based on. Do the, are the customers going to come back? It was hard to tell how Jack felt about the challenge at the I time. I mean, we laugh about handbrakes, but oh my God, like we just told our 14-year-old, we're yeah. going up the country for four days to visit Nana. <laughs> so much flopping off the back of his chair, rolling of the eyes, groaning, thumping of his head on the table. Work. It did this remind like me work. and remind us of that song by Justin Bieber. What do you mean, Jack? Yeah. We couldn't work out your body language. We didn't know what you meant. I, I just felt that I had won the challenge and did we really need to go through with another stage we oh, look maybe so that's why we had a listen back and we've put it to Justin Bieber's song just to see if we can get a sense of what Jack what, what was, was feeling. Jack saying, I propose we hold an event, genuine chance for people to come and experience firsthand what a whole lot of chickens, a whole lot more chickens has to offer. You each have a stall. <laughs> Let's have a good old fashioned chicken off. Chicken off. You actually run the business. I felt like I just competed in a competition that I knew the outcome was. If you win, you win. If I compete in this, do all my homework, paint my banner, paint my sign, mm. 
run the chicken shop and win. I'm going to get mine printed. <laughs> Do I win? Smart. Smart. And that, that to me is that's the whole lot of chicken. It's a whole lot more chicken away. Well, not really. Actually, people like an artisan hand-painted... Yeah, to mark it. Yeah. Well, it's a hand-painted not, store. No. <laughs> <laughs> Chicken fest. <laughs> he, he doesn't Shop. want to. I don't want to. I know I don't want to. I don't see a way out of it. <laughs> you could just say no. Shop v shop. Will you put your chicken where your mouth is? I don't want to. <laughs> What do you mean? I don't want to. And I don't want to. Well, how do you feel? How do you feel? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'll be honest. I feel like you're roadblocking a little bit, Jack. <laughs> That's my feelings on it, but if you must push ahead. <laughs> oh, the boy that was forced to have fun. <laughs> A new book, a sad memoir by Jack Post. My time living in the horror of a podcast that was just trying to have fun. Every day, gun to my head. Fine, okay. Smile, boys. <laughs> All right, fine, I'll try. I don't want to, but I'll do this. So, Jack... It appeared um, to, it, it, I don't know. Anne and I, we've maybe because we did a six-week retreat in Byron Bay on like <laughs> body language and like how to emotionally communicate. We were just picking up a few vibes from you there. Right. That you went a hundred percent into Chicken Fest as the idea. So I had another idea, Jack. Okay. And I've put it to Hamish, but we paused it because yeah. Hamish said, "I don't want to work on this." Yeah. yeah I don't. I don't want the judge because I'm ultimately going to be the judge of the chicken wars. Yeah. Yep. I don't want the judge to be colluding yeah. with any one of the chicken you got to be stores. neutral. I yeah. have to be Switzerland as much as I can. But I was like, what does Jack want? He wants no preparation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, he doesn't want to do anything. Our analysis was that your <laughs> distaste for the chicken fest idea... A lot of admin. St- yeah. Stemmed from admin. Yeah. <laughs> and you have a severe yeah. aversion to no, that. Don't get me wrong. The day sounds fun. Like eating chicken, saying like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I taste Customer a bit experience. of this one. This one's like salted. This yeah. one's got oh, spice. I understand, yeah. Jack. That's fun. You... You live your whole life dreaming of being a customer and Can't fearing being an owner. Spice chicken. <laughs> um, that, you just want life to be a customer experience and never be the runner of the business. I get it. So, Jack, yep. what I said to Haim was, I know of something that could decide this chicken war mm-hmm. that requires no preparation. I'm listening. From either of us, it's a game of chicken. Hamish devises a game <laughs> of chicken between yeah. the two of us. He can make it up. You and I just have to play it. Okay. We My head is, automatically goes to the game of chicken they play in Footloose where they drive the tractors towards each other. That's traditional chicken. That could yeah. be where Haim goes. Yeah. Who knows? Now, Jack, chicken as a game. Now, one could say you've already lost the game of chicken because of how you acted <laughs> on last episode. <laughs> Which was like a big chicken. When you were asked to build your store, you tried to chicken out. So I'll ignore that for the moment, but I must say you're coming into the contest with form. Yes, okay. Having a severe chicken out on your recent record. Yep. The game of chicken is traditionally two opponents Mm. barrel at each other at speed. Mm. Yes. And whoever pulls away, flinches or deviates Mm. from the path Mm. uh, to avoid the head-on collision, which is the smart thing to do. Uh, they isn't, doesn't want it as bad yes. yep. as the other person. But it doesn't have to be that. I mean, there could be some form of Russian roulette. Yep. <laughs> Not hopefully <laughs> Russian not. roulette. <laughs> Jeez, it'd, end the year, it'd be a big show. <laughs> it'd be it makes sense show. to do it as our last show. <laughs> Haim devises the game and you and I just have to play. But okay. I didn't want Haim to put the work into devising yeah. the game. Can I go game. away 
Get to the get to work. Yep. Get thinking about what this game, this final show, game of chicken, to once and for all decide who has the best chicken shop. Whole lot of chickens, whole lot more chickens. It's a game of dedication. Really, it's a yep. test of dedication. And you talk to the colonel, you talk to Ronald, mm. talk to any of the big players in the food game. Mm. They're going to tell you you're not going to win with that dedication. Mm. It's the first thing you got to have. Mm. Okay. I know Andy's a pretty determined guy by nature. <laughs> Do I smell another chicken out? No, no, no. And so that will be a good challenge for me. And I will step up. Oh, great. There we go. We All have right. ourselves a game of chicken. All right. Details, TBC. Yes. Now the admin's on me. Yeah. And I'll buy a two-week thinking time break. <laughs> hey, I'm flicking around channels the other day. Yep. 101 Dalmatians with Glenn Close, the not the animation. No, the, I know, the live action. The live action. She does an evil laugh at the end of a lot of sentences, and it occurred no, to me yeah. that most villains in most films do have a giveaway evil laugh, even in regular sentences. It does. Yeah, it telegraphs, I think, yep. probably a little bit too much. It seems to fall under the same rules as if you're in a sitcom kitchen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> People can't hear you. Yes. Just even though you're talking at a normal volume, yes. like the evil laugh is like, for some reason, villains are like, only I can hear this bit. Particularly prevalent, I reckon, in... Horror movies. Horror, horror movies. Yeah. Particularly if someone's hitchhiking yeah. and, and someone's trying to pick them up. I yep. just feel like there should be more people that are onto. You would think more travellers should be alert to the laugh. Oh, thanks so much for picking me up. I'm happy to just take me as far as you can. Yeah, mate. <laughs> I'll take you as far as you like. <laughs> oh, um, sorry, it just kind of sounds like you're not going to take me anywhere safely. What makes you say that? Uh, no, it's just the evil laugh that you're putting on the end of your reply. Oh, I don't remember laughing at all. It's a peculiar mm. thing to say. Uh, anyway, sorry for that. Worry not. Everything will be just fine. <laughs> no, that's it. There it is again. There what is? No, the evil laugh. But when you put it on the end right. of everything you're saying, it kind of makes it sound like the first thing you said is lies, and then you are going to hurt me. What? This? Uh... <laughs> yes, that's it. That's right. the disturbing bit. So you, you, you sort of... You're not laughing for any reason because you're not saying anything funny. So mm-hmm. it's like you're having a little joke with yourself about how, like, secretly you will hurt me. Okay, well, it's not it's not designed to scare you at all. Um, just right. so you know, you're in a very safe place. <laughs> That's it. That, see? Yeah, you know what sorry, I mean? The yeah, laugh I, makes it sound like it's the opposite. Hearing that now, yeah. Okay, well, perhaps if I do say the opposite, followed mm-hmm. by the laugh, uh, then it can seem like I am helping you. Now, should we see if that works? Mm, all right, yep, go for that. I'm going to cut your kneecaps off and use them as coasters. <laughs> No, that's not good for me. That's just as bad. You said the laugh makes things the opposite. Before. I know I said that, but I think I don't think it only works one way around because that made it sound like you were going to hurt me and you're excited by that, so you laugh. I think maybe I just get out. I don't think this is working. Okay. I might hop yeah. out of the car. Sure, sure. Sorry, Thank mate. You. Here you go. Yeah, sorry it didn't work out, but um, yeah, far too scary for me, so I hope I don't see you again. Sure. Sorry, um, I promise you, this is the last to be seeing of me. No, please don't. If you put the laugh, <laughs> no, then I... Oh, you are going to kill me, aren't you? Yes. And uh, mm-hmm. on last episode of the podcast, you presented to the team um, Defence Force tracksuits, official Defence Force tracksuits yes. procured from the Defence Force. Really, taxpayer dollars at work. Yes. Um, but I can't see not, a not, bit of, I think this is the best not, use of tax Not dollars. what taxpayers <laughs> want to hear, that we are wearing... Uh, they're the parachute material, basically like the PE uniform yes. of, of the, the different Force. branches of the Defence Force. Jack, you are the Royal Australian Navy, and uh, you are the Royal Australian Air, Air Force. Force. And you are the Army. I'm the Army. Hmm. Uh, 
I, you gave it to us. You had us pick in such a way that was clever because we traditionally pay, we pick our tracksuits based on colour. Yes. And I think we all know, obviously I know. It looks like a Stella McCarthy kind of, you know, sale in a mall and we all it's run gross. it. It's gross. It's gross. It brings all, out the worst in us. <laughs> we, we all run at a box We're and pigs. try and pick it. Especially yeah. Jack, who's yeah. not doing it with any irony because yeah. he loves free stuff. Yeah. So it, you did, you know, what what branch of the Defence Force would we prefer to be the head of? Yeah. And we all picked and then we got the corresponding tracksuit. Mine is a green and gold. Mm. Um, you guys have got kind of like nice light blue, navy blue, whites. Yours looks a lot like John Howard's. It does. Looks like his Wallabies tracksuit yeah. that he goes walking in. Yes. I sent a picture of me uh, to one of the mates we have that's ex-Defence Force, ex-Army, yeah. and I he was in the Special Forces, yeah. um, did a, did, you know, I sent him this photo and I said, hey, uh, is this what you guys would wear? <laughs> he said, uh, no, not on operations, <laughs> a bit too much rustling, probably. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, fair enough. And I said, I said, Ando gave us a choice and I picked him. He said, good choice. Um, <laughs> most fun stuff, but least money is, the, is the general perception. Okay. So anyway, we're all happy with our choices. Who, who gets paid the most? Well, I guess like the budget for oh, right. like, I would guess like boats and planes are just more expensive than trucks. Oh, so oh, the army as a whole. Oh, sorry. Oh, not, oh, not as a pay I rank. Thought, no. I thought that like the army are getting paid less than say a naval officer. No, I mean, I guess everyone's on a sliding scale. Yeah, but yeah. I mean like, you know, that the government's obviously just like kick and loose change for who yeah. gets the most toys. So, um, so last, on last week's show though, it was interesting because you sort of positioned it to go, who, what, what branch would we be the head of? We think we'd be the best of. Mm. Jack picked the Navy mm. because from my memory, Jack, we might have to go and listen to the tape. It was something along the lines of, because you've got submarines, yes. you can tell people that you're There's op- a lot going on. But you can't talk about it. Well, just you can't see it. So it's like, oh, yes, we have a lot of stuff going on down below. Yeah. But obviously you can't see it. It's underwater. Take my word for it. <laughs> Take my word for it. <laughs> just be an easy, yeah. easy position to like fluff yeah. around with. Yeah. And uh, I, just I think you were default. Yeah, default. And I was the head of the army. Yep. Now, God forbid we ever find ourselves in these roles. Oh, no. Um, of ac- I'm going to say that for the love of Australia. Yes. Um, and the men and women who would be forced to serve under us. Yeah. But <laughs> as the head of the army, the air force and the yep. navy. But I've devised, you familiar with the concept of war games? Like how oh, the yeah. army like, and the military prepares itself yes. for like, any contingency? Mm-hmm. Often it's not against like a real opponent, but it's sort of like loosely sure. modelled. Is that like where they have a map on a table and they push little? No, G- that's risk. Game of You're risk. thinking of risk. <laughs> <laughs> risk. What more like is, when you see like military exercises. Yeah. So you may be like, our right, American and South Korea are like storming a beach, right? Practicing, yep. practicing in case you know a simulated thing. So like the high ropes course and that sort of thing. That's no. training. <laughs> That's just what you do on the base. Oh, you mean when you're jogging around going, I don't know, but I've been told. No, that's training. Let's let's put it this way. <laughs> they all a, get together a, and pretend it's okay, for real. Yeah, it's a, so when it's it happens, a friendly match of soccer. The rules yeah. are very same. But, but what you might do is like, yeah, like Australia and America might go, yep. we're going to pretend this is happening. So if it ever did happen, we know it's up to do. We're Blanks prepared. in the gun, that sort of thing. No, no again, they, no, they, they, you, they, you they, probably they, use real ammo. Yeah, really. Yeah, we're not shooting each any, other. Remember, it's American <laughs> and Australia on the same side. Well, I thought one of us was pretending to be South Korea. The other oh, was. shirts and skins. <laughs> <laughs> so, like China and Russia just did a big one. Okay, yeah. so they're just scarecrows, or like, um, I'll put you put a pumpkin up there to beat. <laughs> <laughs> again, more. 
<laughs> I'm not saying the military does use pumpkins, but more that's more target practice. Yeah, okay. So you do These all that, like you join. You, so yeah, you join the military, <laughs> yeah, yeah, do yeah. all the jogging, yeah. high ropes course, do your push-ups, get yourself ready, yeah. pass all the tests, learn all the skills, maybe learn another language. Here's how you do it all. Here's and your kit. Here's your backpack. Now let's do a simulated. This is all the stuff that goes in it. You've gone on. You've gone on a few hikes with everyone. You've done your years. Yep. Yep. You're ready. Storm the beach, but use your imagination. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 st- I honestly don't know. What, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. So, yeah, and you might even do a bit of storming while you're training. But let's just say you got a four year. Let's just say it's a four year training period, yep, or whatever, yep. to get like highly skilled. Then you're like, congrats. You get, you know, you get, you get your medal, whatever. Like there is an element of yeah. imagination. Jack. There is an element. That's, that's true. That's true. true. But they go right. So what we're doing now is this is a simulation. Yep. Right. So they might, you know, the people running the thing might go right now. There's like a force coming from the north or whatever, and they, yeah, they will have like fake vehicles and stuff. And maybe you would be firing blanks. I mean, maybe that wasn't such a if you're shooting okay. at like guys that you know secretly or on your team, yeah. but are pretending for the day. Maybe you are firing blanks and stuff. But yeah, so that's what a war games is. And so sometimes sure. there's like heaps and heaps of people. But they'll change it on you. So see how you think under pressure. Uh, You don't know what you're doing. They don't go, do this, do this, do this. Like you'll get fed the information as it goes along to see how you would change your plan. Yep. Right? So that's the whole point of it to just like see if your training kicks in. And at at your level, Jack, and at your level, Andy, Mm. as the commander... We should know what to do. The Navy and the Air Force, I want to see how you make decisions. So... I've developed. Can I tell you something? Yeah. Not coming, calling any support from the navy. We're doing high ropes. Sorry, we was we was doing bench presses. We thought that's what today was about. We were on pumpkin setups. <laughs> we're shooting our cannons at giant pumpkins we made. So big floating yes, pumpkins. That's, that's in my head. Do I have fully a fi- like an efficient navy? <laughs> or is yep. during, uh, good question. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, in this hypothetical, are we all the heads of well each department? Or? I'm just going to give it to you guys. We just assume yeah. the army's doing their job. Maybe they'll come into it. Maybe they won't. Okay. Jack, you're the head of the navy, yep. and you're the head of the air force. Am I reluctant to use Jack? Well, or yeah, is he? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, you you can't order him in to do anything. No. I'm. Let's yeah. pretend I'm the, I'm the, I'm above you guys. I'm yeah. like the chief of all defence. So yeah. I'll be the one giving the orders. You right. just got to follow them. Okay. Um, you can request help, yep. I suppose. If you, but, Andy, if you need to do something underwater, you have no choice. I just would avoid it. <laughs> Drown you? <laughs> yeah, for an official. Hello, Chief of Air Force. We've got some big underwater stuff going on. Shouldn't you be calling the Navy? <laughs> yeah, well, we thought we'd go to you. Okay, okay. let's go. So, day one, right? Country yep. X. Mm-hmm. Who we just Let's yep. just say that they're vaguely from somewhere near Russia, but it's not okay. Russia. Yep. They've invaded New Zealand, right? Mm-hmm. Like land invasion, sea invasion, yep. air, air invasion. Jack, just off that knowledge, right? They're all over New Zealand's east coast, right? Surprise attack. Yep. What do you do? Send some boats. Yeah, how many? Um, 15 big, 15 <laughs> small. <laughs> <laughs> how many no me- left after that? No mediums. <laughs> they, they won't be expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> How, well, all the good. boats that's a like good fleet. No, no. <laughs> obviously you got to keep some at home mm-hmm. How don't many? leave ourselves our exposed how, how many roughly do we have let's say you got 50 yep all right keep a little keep 51 percent at home and give them 49 percent of the boats right any subs 
Yep. <laughs> Say we're sending ten. <laughs> yeah, tell no one can know. Tell New needs. Zealand we send five thousand. Yeah. <laughs> they can't check. Tell them the subs are already there. Okay, New Zealand don't have any air force, do they? Uh, well, they wouldn't have many flight planes. I don't think they've got any. Yeah. I, think I mean, they have like, air transport. They yeah. have like planes that can lift. They yeah. might have a few choppers or something. Yeah. So, yeah, Ando, what are you doing as the air force? Yeah, I'm going to send support. Yep. Um, I mean, obviously. We've got to stand by the Anzacs. Of course, and, uh, good. That's, a, that's yeah. what I was looking for, Jack. Yeah. No, wait. I mean, we sent half our boats. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Would you um, oversend? Is that smarter? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm just analyzing what you're going to do here. So yeah, I would, I would be sending. I'd be calling. Right. I'd be calling the US, going, yeah. "Hey, we're going to need your support oh, here." Good idea. Yeah. And I'd be, <laughs> in fact, all our allies, yeah. and saying, "Here's the problem," yeah. and we, and then I'd be sending the full force. I think. Yeah. Scramble. Yeah. Yep. Scramble. Uh, but Jack, now that you so you've sent the boats <laughs> off because it'll take a few days to get there. Mm. Now the army, the head of the army's come to you and gone. Well, should you? We're here. We're at the docks, ready for our troops to go. Yeah. Got any boats left for the troops to go on? Didn't we put them on that? <laughs> <laughs> so I assume that they got on the boats. <laughs> <laughs> no, you didn't. Okay. Um, so well, now we're that we have to call them send empty boats. What is it? And you send empty planes? No, I, guess, <laughs> I guess troops don't go on planes that much. You sent, yeah, we might have to use a few like big carriers like Hercules and stuff. But yeah, yeah you've, if you just sent half the boats without thinking of about who they were, yeah. you must have sent a few off empty. So do you call them back or do you send extra no, boats? We'll, we'll send some extra. So we'll squish the, squish the ones we're sending today. Like they used to do in the old war photos where they had obviously way too many people on there. So we know, uncomfortable. Wow. We know way. that that's not protocol anymore, but obviously we made a mistake on the first run. Horror, horror first day. <laughs> Logistics wise. So now it's only the New Zealand guys. You're not going across the world, guys okay. and girls. Oh, is this the address in. on the docks? Yes, yeah. yes. Please. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, in. the head of the Navy. Yeah. What used to be like a one person space is now a two person space. Yep. Get get comfy and well, it's hard when to. you get but when you get to New Zealand, spread out onto oh, the other oh, boats. Okay. Oh no, we'll be straight into combat. But thanks for the pep talk. Yeah, that's true. Okay, yeah, and this is wartime, so okay. there's going to well, be some you're, uncomfortableness. You've got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Okay, that's good. All right, day two. Now Australia's under full attack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, maybe have they this come their plan. across New? Have they come? No, it's another force that sailed and across the Atlantic. So okay. they're landing at top end and then they've circled around the bottom of Australia because all our boats were sailing over New Zealand and landing in Melbourne as well, Adelaide, Perth. Damn. I. <laughs> <laughs> as Winston ha- Churchill said during World War II, damn. Have they landed? <laughs> yeah, they're landing as we speak. I think we forfeit Perth. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I know that's oh, not going to be... No, no, <laughs> Navy straight in. I just think, I know it's not going to be a popular decision. <laughs> yeah. But, no, that, this is desperate but, times. But for, at one point... For them to get across, the, like, the yeah, Nullarbor yeah, yeah, and everything, yeah. I think we're probably a better... It's like, dig in at Adelaide. Yeah. Yep. At one point in Australia's history, WA wanted to be its own country. Oh, you're, so you're blaming them? <laughs> you're blaming the Western no, Australia. Now we go like, this oh, is yeah, your we, idea. We this got those papers. It's taken us a while, but yeah, we're going <laughs> to push that through. I'm going to fill out the form from the 70s. I'm going to think about it. This is such an interesting reveal of character. Like Ando making the hard decisions. And then Jack just going, damn the blame it. Game. Actually, you wanted it, so now you've got it. All right, that's good. Um, what do, you, do you bring all the forces back from New Zealand? 
Uh, no, we're, st- we're still fighting there. It depends yeah. how we're going in so that got battle. Two fronts. How are we going in that battle? Not great. <sighs> well, but yeah, uh, you, at this right, point, what about actually, this? If you bought all the forces back from New Zealand, Australia would stand a 90% chance of being able to hold that ground at, at the Adelaide line. Oh. If you left half your forces split, we only got a 20% Conundrum. chance. Good. I, I'm going to have to stay loyal to Australia here and say we have to defend our own waters. Yep. Um, and if you, you and, know, if you. And if support's not. Available, yeah. you'd hope that we're we're activating the US and yeah, stuff like I'll, that. I'll leave some in New Zealand. Why? Because well, we got you New like Zealand the ice cream podcast. <laughs> <laughs> New Zealand podcasters. <laughs> we've got New Zealand podcast. That is a nice gesture, Jack. Oh. I'll leave. I'll leave some army. Can there I too. say as well? No one has mentioned at this point that the prime minister would probably go to the navy and go, "Hey, on the f- before we were attacked, mm. you kept half your boats here, and the air force sent everybody across. So well done. The air force moves faster. Yeah, but we just can come go back there in a yeah, day. Back in, back in the morning. Well, back yeah. in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, it's only day two of the war. Stop hunting for a medal. <laughs> Why did you throw me under the bus in no, front of the no, Prime I just Minister? Wanted, I just wanted to know if they do things Why like are you that? in the meeting? Why would you go, hey, by the way? <laughs> I've got one thing to add. All right, well, be quick. We're under attack. Mm. Yes, I just wanted to say, has anyone else noticed? I, I have done very well at this point. All right, last all right, bit. Last day. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh-oh. You know, you've got to prepare for future eventualities. Country X, whoever this is, mm-hmm. has launched a nuclear weapon at Australia. Okay, yeah. Jack? You, as the head of the Navy, leading from the front, are on one of the boats, one of the ships that's come from New Zealand and is heading up to, let's say, Darwin, yep. right? You're out in the ocean. The path of the missile will be coming over that boat. Wow. You've been in a battle with one of the other ships. The ship's shot up. There's hardly any guys left. You're there. You're in full health because no doubt you hid during the battle. <laughs> so, <I> mean, one, <laughs> there's only one other guy on the boat... Right, who's usually the guy that fires the missile that can intercept the nuclear missile. Yeah. But he's very badly injured. Sure. Like, can hardly see. He's being a hero. Yeah. Right? Still just hanging in there, hanging in the fight. The missile's coming over the boat. Do you take the shot? Or do you, knowing that you know that this guy has got yep. a 5% chance of and, taking and I'm, the shot? I'm me with my personal jackpot skills. You know how to use the machine. Okay. You've never done it before because you had other things to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone. In- well, am I, should I even be on the boat? Shouldn't I be in it? Uh, back home, like directing traffic. Too late, mate. You're on the boat. You're leading from the okay. front. I'll get. I would get that guy who's injured, really sick bed toward the machine. Mm-hmm. Not make him do it, but go. Can you just walk me through it? I'm about to press fire. Yep. And can hold you... my drink while I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can... And I shouldn't even be here. Really sick bed. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever he's injured on, like, yeah, get yeah. his stretcher, get a few yeah. few guys to bring the stretcher in. Yeah. Say, all right, Talk maybe count it. me in. Yeah. Mm. All right. He does that, you miss. Damn. Damn. Now, what do you say to the public? Do you go, no point. do you tell everyone that you took the shot? It's too late anyway, so. Well, it doesn't. I mean, well, it's... no, if we, talk, if we go back to that round table with the Prime Minister and... and Picking favourites and doing favours. Why we? Why are we going to go like? Oh, who didn't fire properly? It's like guys, we're in a war. Who? Who can? Who knows? Sometimes you do want to point fingers. Sometimes you don't. Okay, Ando. Mm. Same scenario, but you're up yep. in a plane and you can take the shot. Um, if Vin Diesel's not available to take the shot, you ha- like? Do you do it? Ah, uh, yeah, I can take it. Good news, you got the missile. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Ando, mm-hmm. um, got a potential special skill from a VIP, a very important podcaster, Love very it. involved podcaster, yes. valued and important podcaster. Always oh, takes us a little while to remember I what we know, said on the where, form. Where, where did we get to on the form? 
valued and important. Uh, but I think we default to, you know, the normal VIP. But it is, it is, it's accurate, valued yeah. and important podcast. Oh, because yeah, Because people have taken the time to register, write down who they are, yes. what they can do in their life. Pete's written in, right? Now, it's one of those ones, one of those skills that he's filled out on his form where you go, that's imp- like all skills, I guess. Mm. It's impressive if you can do it, but it will rapidly lose impressiveness if, we, if you miss a few. We've had a good streak of late. We have. Like a couple three of w- weeks ago. W- we three had- weeks ago, things were grim. Yeah. But Real yeah, grim. Yeah. We know, we, we're the Simpsons sl- debacle. Yes, we're slowly we're getting back. Need we remember it. Yeah. But we're getting a couple of wins under our belt, and we're- I'd love to float another W down the line. Yes. What's Peter's? Pete says, I can correctly identify any AFL player's height in centimetres. Wow. And then, it, then, and this is what I like about the new breed, yep. knowing that we've had a few heinous losses. Hmm. And he says, I repeat, any player capitalised. Love it. I specialise in players of the past 15 years. Although as a party trick, I'm able to recall some of the legends of the game. <laughs> <laughs> so well, let's keep it serious. Let's not go party. He'll do a classic round, although I actually have. You've got some party. I've got a few legends of the game because <laughs> yeah. I, I like to think this podcast is a bit of a party for <laughs> yeah. people listening. Now, would you like to play against him, Ando? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, for our international listeners, we're talking about Australian rules football. Australian rules football. I suppose yeah. it can apply to any sport, though. Yeah. If you replace that and you said, look, I can name anyone uh-huh. that's played this sport yeah. and I can tell you how high they are in centimetres. Yep. I think that's impressive. I think so. That is very impressive. Alrighty, joins us on the phone. Pete, how are you going? Ahoy, boys. Ahoy, Pete's ahoy. Are nervous or do you stand by the statement? Um, well, over my years, I've had a few sparring partners, but I've never had a, an official match day uh, game. So I think. And you've um, won every one of them? The nerves. Sorry? You've won every one of them? Um, oh, you want to be modest, but yes. Oh, good. You want to be modest and truthful? Yes. Our, I was going to say our two favourite qualities on the show, but <laughs> no, not, no, not, no, at not at all. Not at all. <laughs> we lie all the time and <laughs> we talk ourselves up all the time. <laughs> Hugely inflate our sense of importance and they're happy to lie. Um, all right. Now, Pete, I probably want you to hit us quickly with the answer mm. just to reduce any listeners' suspicions of Google ability. Okay. Is that fair? Uh, yep. All right. I've got six. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say five out of six will give you an H&A coin. Here we go. All right. And, Ando, I guess you can either just yell in your own answer. I'll just come in over the top with... <laughs> straight after. Straight after, yeah. With either. And you can say you can be the same yep. as Pete. Mm. You can be, obviously, you can be different. Okay. You know how numbers work. Aurasio Fantasia. Uh, 177. 183. One seven eight. Oh gosh, give it to him. I'll give within, it to you. Within, yeah, within, sorry, that's the new rule. Within a centimeter, you've got it, Pete. Yeah. I mean, that's very good because actually, oh. sometimes they do appear different. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. That's impressive. Wikipedia and the uh, official AFL listing sometimes a little bit of variation. Is that true? I, I've seen it happen before. <laughs> I reckon if it's plus or minus one centimeter. Yeah, plus or minus one. We give you, Pete. Number two. The one and only Nathan Jones. One eight. One seven one. One seven one. Very short. You've got to Pete. Exactly one eighty. Oh gosh, Pete is amazing. <laughs> I'm going to start just saying agreed. <laughs> yeah. you Take ready? me there out of it. Okay, yeah. You right, Ando. I've, I've got no hand. Mercy I, rule. Yeah. Pete, Nick Natnui. Two oh one. Perfect. Oh my god. Perfect on the nose. This is unreal. Pete, Tim Kelly. One eighty three. Perfect. Pete, we now 
for a coin. We now enter right round. He's got. He's, a, he needs, he's got a fifty percent chance of getting a coin here. Yeah. The legends round. A recent legend. Well, actually, recent player. <laughs> Brendan Favola. One ninety-one. Oh my god. Spot on. You've got, got a coin. coin. You've got a coin. And now for. Should we go to an eight coin? I would just for say six out of six for pure glory. Yeah. For a oh, coin. Wow. For a huge. coin and. A decorative envelope that we will send it in, so not your standard <laughs> yeah, not your envelope. Standard. That's right. nice. Collectible yeah, yeah. envelope. One of the legends of the game, Tony Lockett. One ninety four. No envelope. No one ninety three. <laughs> oh, sorry, Pete. Sorry, Pete. It was a bit of a trick because he's one ninety one listed as the same as Favola. Right. But Pete, you got a bloody coin. And no decorative envelope. But no envelope, sir. No <laughs> oh. decorative envelope. What? And when that envelope arrives, you'll be disappointed. <laughs> but but then when you open it, you'll be happy. <laughs> you will know you are truly a rich man, Pete. You 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 enter. Yep. A very select group Peter, of H and A listeners incredible. that have uh, taken out a coin. I love that. Well done, mate. Good on you, Pete. Cheers. Straight to the resume. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you and I were talking about this the other day, and um, it made us think maybe there's more out there. We may yeah. have mentioned this on the podcast before. You had a great one when you were working at Macca's as a kid. There was different things you tried to amuse, amuse yourself with when yeah. you worked at Macca's. Workplace uh, games. Yeah. Like essentially inventing a sport mm. that only works at your workplace mm. or like your office or a worksite or wherever you are mm. that has its own rules and usually its own heroes and villains and like greatest players, all-stars, villains I'd, of the games, you know, people that are disgraced and get discharged. I had three at Macca's that we played. Yep. I'll quickly run through them. Mm-hmm. Game called Sabotage, mm-hmm. where <laughs> I, if I was working the grill with you, Ham, yep. we'd go, do you want a game of Sabotage? You yep. go, yes. The game starts in 15 minutes. And you go, you nod and you both agree on that. Yeah. Mm. And then you would go around trying to put tartar sauce or any other sauce or any handle you could find, but secretly, if someone put their hand oh, great. In, in your sauce, yep. you got a point. Did different teams have different sauces? So yes. you could ide- yep, great. Yep. So you'd identify who... Yep. Chick- it was, we went with chicken sauce and the tartar sauce. Yep. And so if you got sourced, you was a point against. If you saw the sauce, then it was a point four. Clever. And it got cleaned off. They'd play that all afternoon. Yeah. That's a great game. And, um, Another game was... I like the fat slides. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fat sliding was good. <laughs> back then, back in the day, Jack, I'm not sure if I told you this, but the, um, the, the, the lard that you'd put in the fryers yeah. would come solid. like was a, a big stick of butter. Like a big stick of butter, the size of like a big box. <laughs> size of a pommel horse is yeah. what I'm thinking of. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of... It was pretty big. Half so, a pommel. Half a pommel. And what we'd do before putting it in the, uh, the vats is if you came in a cardboard box, you could open the box and, and just leave the, the, the lard, the big thing of butter, face up. You mm. turn the box on its, on its, on its top, yep. so you're leaving the, st- the slidey bit underneath. Yep. And you've got basically a cardboard saddle over it. Yeah, with an appropriate run-up, you could slide the length of the restaurant. <laughs> Sitting on the box. Sitting on the box. No, you'd go on your chest because oh, okay, you'd have yeah, to run yeah, right. and jump and, there was, and, and then slide. And we have a luge. Penguin sliding, yeah. To see, like a skeleton. Yeah, to see who could go the furthest. Right. The third one we played was the I didn't realize this but the drive-through was activated on metal. Not oh, scan metal. Not on weight. So you th- I thought it was the weight of a car. No, yep. it was met it was a metal detector essentially. So if you could go out with two of the fri- the <laughs> the fry lids of the vats. You'd go outside yeah. 
and you could set it off. And if you put an order in and they didn't realise it was you, you got a point. <laughs> it sounds like it was the least visited McDonald's of all time. Like, where were you finding all the time to do these? It's like the owner comes and goes, what are you guys doing here? This McDonald's closed down 13 years ago. I thought it was weird. We never have any customers. We just spend all day playing in this vacant McDonald's. My question is out yeah. there, if we had three games... Yeah. Other workplaces have more. What what workplace game do you have? I we like the ones I'm coming I, in. I, I like the ones that feel more like a sport. Like to me, losing feels the most like a sport. Yeah, it was because some will have it on a bit of a scale from hijinks to games. Yep. I've got a bit of a sport I play with myself at home when I'm taking the rubbish out. Mm. It requires quite a lot of speed to open the gate. And we've yep. got a gate that's on a like an electric timer lock. Yep. You got to press the button, and it will stay unlocked but only for like 10 seconds. Yep. Unlock it. I sprint up the alley <laughs> where the bins are. Get the, and you, have, you, you can have no error. Yeah. If, I, if I do that thing where you flip up a wheelie bin lid yep. and it flips back down again, I have to flip it up again, you, cost you won't get back in time. <laughs> but if you can do an extremely clean bin drop off, yes. the feeling you get once you've, dropped, once you've done it clean and you just spin, you execute a perfect turn and start sprinting back down the alley and you know you've just got one corner to go... Mm. Knowing you're on is <laughs> <laughs> pretty exciting. Well, send him in. Hamishdaddy.com. Yeah. Hey, oh, you have to stop putting the security code in and that's yeah. wasted minutes. Exactly. Well, <laughs> actually, I can do, actually, you can put the code in sub one minute. Hamishdaddy.com, <laughs> hey, if you've yeah. got any other workplace games or games you're playing in your own well, home. We'll collate them. We can, we'll collate them and we'll just see what we get. We well, I'd love to see to... what's out there. Yeah. Boys, uh, before we go... I forgot to tell you about this. Pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, as we, you know, from last year when we were on the radio show and we had our band, Cool Boys and the Front Man, yes. I was well known as the boy that could feel music. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Well, it was. I had, you weren't well Someone known. even made me a T-shirt about it. You, you made your own T-shirt about Not it. Not by myself. No, you got it printed. So, some- so someone did it. <laughs> <laughs> someone's made a t-shirt I don't you know, know their name You know specifically who did it for you well, I don't know their name <laughs> I know, but you know the company Well, what I'm saying is someone made me a t-shirt it was, The word was around yeah. I was the boy that could feel music I yeah. can't read music, I can't learn music yes. I just feel it, right? Yes. I forgot to tell you this A couple of weeks ago hmm. um, uh, I felt music again Yeah, right <laughs> <laughs> Do you know, someone tweeted the other day to me hmm. Paul McCartney um, can't read music. Yeah, right. And, so it happens. And it just said, it was a picture of Paul McCartney with the article and just said a regular Hamish Blake was what the guy was like. <laughs> he feels so, it. He feels it. So you may have a point that it has kind of filtered out. That and, and remember when I had to learn how to... Can't read it, can't write music. Yeah, had to. I might be able to write it. I've never tried it. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I... Remember when I had to learn Stairway to Heaven on drums? Yes. And we got the drum teacher in, Cam. Lovely guy, mm. but... There was a lot of counting involved and he had the sheets. And in the end, really, I kind of said, mate, just let me feel it out. Yep. And then I showed you sack, him. You sacked your coach. I sacked my coach, yeah. but I showed him. Yeah. Kept him around, kept him on staff. Mm. And he went, look, yeah, it's not pretty, but you've got it. Yep. You know, you felt it better than you could learn it. Yes. So anyway, I was away on holidays um, a couple of weeks ago with my wife and the kids. And out of nowhere, right? I just start feeling this beat. Okay. Now, and, and I knew it wasn't an original beat. Mm. It was a song, a famous song that I was suddenly just channeling. I wasn't expecting it at yeah. all. Yep. I was, um, was going to go get a juice. Yeah. 
<laughs> my, totally. my juice plans went out the window because suddenly out of nowhere... Lean into this beat. I'm feeling this beat. Yep. Now, I didn't have my sticks, didn't have my electronic drum kit, mm. couldn't do the beat on a kit, so I had to use my hands, thighs and feet mm-hmm. to bring the beat to life. And I started, and my phone was upstairs charging, and so I started yelling to Zoe, my wife, get the phone, quick, film me, <laughs> what's this song? So I go to her, what's this beat? Because I didn't want to lose it. I didn't yeah. want to lose the moment because I was like a shaman, really, yeah. feeling this beat. And I'm yelling at her, what's this song? She's pretending she didn't know. Um, but I felt like it might have been like an 80s type tune. So you didn't know the tune, you were just... But I know, I know it's a well-known you know, song. You know it's a song and you're playing... And I was it. hoping for her, because I don't, I don't listen to as much music as Zoe. Yeah. Um, but yet I can create it better than her. Yeah. Different combo. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose I'm more of a creator than a consumer. Yeah. And so I'm I'm channeling this beat and I'm yelling at her, get the phone, get the phone, because like yeah. like like we're seeing a ghost, like film this before it goes. Yeah. And she managed to she went through a bit of like, oh my god, I hate this. Whatever, just a few protests. Yeah. <laughs> and then but I got her to film it. Right. I've got the audio for you, because I what I want to do is play it. And if we can pick it. Well, I don't know what song it is, but when I when someone goes to me, when if you guys can get it and you go to me, yeah, it's this song, yep. then I'll go I'll know it when I hear it. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'll be like, that's yeah, the yeah. song I was feeling. <laughs> okay, okay. Basically, what song was I feeling? I don't know what I was feeling, but I was channeling something that came from another dimension. Okay. Possibly from Phil Collins himself. Okay. Yeah, I'm getting the message. What's your? I've got a vibe. No, I'm not. I can't really pick it. It does sound familiar. Like I would believe. You know what I mean? Like, and I didn't know where this was coming. I've never drummed that rhythm before in my life. My vibe was smooth criminal. No, (laughs) (laughs) you're way off. I don't know what it is. Can we hear one more time? No, 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 no. Yeah, you can hear it one more time. I want people to listen to this on the podcast. (laughs) How 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 tight is it though? Look, look at everyone outside. Yeah. Look at our whole team. Yeah, this listening is, and they yeah, don't know what no, it is because it's not a song. They haven't listened to any other part of today's show intently. Yeah. They just were all crowded around the speaker there like I'm sure families are now listening yeah. to this because it's captured the nation. Mm. What song was I channeling? Where did it come from? It's not a song. It is a song, Ando. Jack, do you think it's a song? I, I, I couldn't stop thinking of uh, Smooth Criminal the second time there. Did it match? I didn't even it's think. Like, I want... Like, not great, but... Yeah, that, no, no, no. When you better. hear it, it will be great. <laughs> 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 so on oh. this week, I want people to really, really take it in. Yeah. Write in. Let us know. And then, then I will, there will be a correct answer. And then it will just seem super obvious to all of you guys. And you'll go, you've done it again. You felt music. <laughs> it is... A, because it's it's cra- isn't that crazy how tight okay. that beat was? Can I? <laughs> Don't you think it's crazy how tight that beat was? It was not fine. It was just fine. Crazy and no, and and where fine. did it come from? <laughs> well, <laughs> the thing is, what we set ourselves up for here is someone out there to find a song, yeah, and Hamel then to retrospectively go, yeah, that was what I was going for. That's not what With I'll do. No. I promise you. The, the test you. should be if Andy and I go like, ah, oh, yes. Yeah. If we he make won't. That sound, you might. Yeah. <laughs> I will. Yeah. It'll, it'll, if it's, it's out there. I thought it was something from Genesis or Phil Collins, and then I, I, I just scrolled through a few of their greatest hits, and nothing really matched up for me. <laughs> so I don't want to throw people off on that line. <laughs> no. Nah. But it's out there. 
and I felt it, and I want to know where it came from. <laughs> Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. Listener.